Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adaptation Sickness. Uh, this episode is about Gran Turismo. Gotta go fast. Wait, is that the right? That's the wrong okay, franchise. It's the right franchise in your heart. That's <laughs> yeah. what matters. No, I... Whoa, Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comments. Uh, I'm not Kyle. Hi. That's Kyle. That's Kyle. <laughs> this is Ben. I'm Tristan. I like how you just froze on that part. Fuck, we do wonderful. This is why we're a successful podcast. We are professionals. Oh, fucking bite me. Yeah, right. Well, we're, we're professionals we're at heart. Listen, we're professionals at pissing me off. <laughs> but what really matters is that we're gamers. Just yes. like Dan Martinborough. Jan. 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 Call you Dan. called him Dan. <laughs> it's like the cool version of Dan, basically. All right, so this is an episode about Gran Turismo. I got his the last movie, name right. Not yeah. video game. Yeah. Because the movie is about a based-on-real-life story yeah. of Jan Martinborough. Which I didn't realize until the end when the, the credits start showing, like, oh, this is a real story. I'm like, what are you how, talking about? How did you not know that this was I, an actual real story? Though? I just thought it was a silly... It, I think it was, like, the gamer contest thing just felt like such a, like, contrived movie idea, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like... This is a silly idea. No, I didn't, didn't even consider that it was real. It's based off an actual competition that they yeah. did have. Uh, and surprisingly, a powerful emotional story. Oh my god, I almost cried. I, I did cry a little bit, <laughs> a few times, actually. No, they, they actually did really wonderful with that. Uh, story of Gran Turismo, there isn't one. The video game? <laughs> yeah. You, you race cars yeah. fast. It is a racing simulator. Yeah. yeah. Not a game. Simulator. Yeah. And Gran Turismo has been a staple of racing simulators, <laughs> along with Forza for... Ah, a long time. A long time. First Gran Turismo came out for the original PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And for each subsequent PlayStation that's come out, they've pretty much put out a new Gran Turismo game to keep up with the powerhouse of whatever is coming out. With the Vroom Vrooms? And the director of the video games did make a cameo appearance in the movies, which I which I thought was quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Essentially, what the director wanted to was create the most authentic, mm, the perfect um, racing racing thing. simulator, uh, and he's been working on that for a very long time. And I didn't realize how much work or money goes into making oh. Gran Turismo games now. Well, I think his story is also quite interesting. Where um, I think it's Sony, right? Sony owns Gran Turismo, or is it a different company? I. Don't think it's Sony. Well, Let's go whatever look the up parent that. company is, if they didn't want to make Gran Turismo at first, and he he had to like struggle for years to like develop a prototype or something that convinced them to actually um, let him make the game. Yeah. Like I think that he ref in his cameo scene he referenced that a bit. He's like, oh, it took me ten years to to prove to the world that Gran Turismo will work, and this kid did it in one year. And I think he's referring to the like how he he had to. Really How he had to, to convince people that people would actually want to play a racing yeah. game. Yeah, first one was in 1997. Wow. Um, by Kazunori Yamauchi. Uh, he was the director of it. And after five years of development time. Wow. Um, just because it took five years to complete with a budget of five million. Uh, and the development team uh, personnel were largely the same team behind Motor Tune Grand Prix and Motor Tune Grand Prix 2. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. the Motor Tune Grand Prix. Yeah. They the used, staple of games. They used uh, parts of the game engine, uh, such as the physics model, to do Gran Turismo. Um, but originally, some people were not quite fully against it but it, it's they're like okay how long is this gonna take yeah and they're like well it's gonna take quite a while um but it, it's become one of the staples for mm. video games the staple really is the right word yeah because i mean okay but if you talk about it what are the two biggest racing 
three biggest racing games, I guess we could say, out there. Gran Turismo, Forza, Need for and Speed. Need for Speed. But Need for Speed isn't out anymore, really. Mm, yeah. No, but it was I definitely the more fun, more cartoony of the yeah, racing, where yes. Forza and Gran Turismo are more based on... Real racing. Physics and boring racing. Yeah. The racing game I grew up playing was Burnout. So, uh, yeah, racing games. yeah, that's about it. Crashing is like <laughs> cars explode all the time. Yeah, that's a casual thing. Burnout Paradise, you drive through things. What do you mean you drive through things? No, no, you, you drive through points things for crashing. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but I just I didn't realize, especially with the new Forzas, how much work they put into mm. by actually weighing properly, scanning the cars, yeah, the making mod- sure you do everything for the modifications. I didn't realize how much much that has grown because the last time i saw gran turismo was like gran turismo 3 for the playstation 2 where (laughs) half this customization Mm -hmm. was not there and it's real like the 3d modeling would be insane yeah and um what's well so what's funny is compare that to other because it is technically like a sports game right yeah so can compare that to like a soccer sports game where when they update it every year all they do really is just update the player rosters basically and then maybe they probably model like the 3 people and stuff yeah but for a racing game they have to update all the cars that get made and they're always making well, have you have you heard of these things cars <laughs> there's a lot of them and they're making a lot they have lots of parts well i was about to say it's not only the fact that it's the new model of cars but it's mm-hmm. also the parts that are accessible for those cars yeah exactly and the different kinds of uh drives and everything in general by the way none of us are car people no not at all i, mean, I know how to change brakes and wheels i do too and oil yeah but that's messy you get it somebody else to do that exactly and i think cars were a mistake <laughs> like grunge <laughs> exactly. um but yeah that's that's a uh, gran turismo in a nutshell so mm. um it's absolutely more in depth than i was expecting even for the development because when they they showed the clips of the development mm-hmm. of probably one I of the gran turismo that. games uh was they actually a race the cars with cameras attached on almost every side for it uh b they bring it in for all of their specs and aerodynamics like as they would normally test the cars Mm. but they do it specifically for the video game as well wow um which i thought was actually quite incredible how much work that they've put into these games since the beginning ones how much work goes into an incredibly boring game. Hot take. <laughs> Hot takes here, though. It's what we're full you of. You have to be Hot the take. biggest car nerd to Yeah. yeah. But you the... go real fast, and it's so boring. <laughs> but for the movie, it was... Uh, so, they... When they came in, you get Orlando Bloom. What was this character's name again? All right, this Marking is a God. brief... Very brief spoiler warning, because this is probably the most recent movie that we have covered so mm-hmm. far. I think it's only like a year or two old. No, it's not even. Yeah. All right. So this is a spoiler like warning. August. Yes, by um, the way, spoiler warning for Grand Turismo. Before we get any into it at all. If you don't like it, get out of my house. <laughs> watch this movie. It's fantastic. Come back and watch the podcast after you watch yeah. the movie. It was actually we were all, than I was expecting. Yeah, it's I, great. Yeah. I was the one who like said we should go see this movie, and I said it as a joke. And <laughs> we get to like that the third act of the movie. I'm like crying <laughs> about like the the mechanic guy getting his like redemption chance and yeah. stuff like that. And it was just like what? Yeah. Well, that's just it. Is is Kyle was very emotional during yeah. the movie, and it was it was actually way better than I was expecting. Um, so spoiler warning: if you don't like it, thank you for tuning in for eight minutes, and Godspeed to you. Go watch this movie. Yeah. Um, but so essentially, what happens is first we get the marketing guy. He's like. I have a brilliant idea. It's like, oh, dear God, here we go. All these gamers. There's all these gamers, 80 million people who play Gran Turismo. Uh, Why don't we put one of them on the track and see what happens? Orlando Bloom was basically playing Steve Jobs at E3. (laughs) Orlando Bloom being the marketing guy. Yeah. So essentially he goes, and then as soon as he's done his speech, he's about to leave. And they're like, the board has agreed to your decision. I was like, bullshit, the board has agreed to your fucking decision. The fact that he got the fastest approval ever for that is absolutely mind-blowing. I'm just sitting here going, okay, 
Like, a, it's an entire car corporation, <laughs> so they're going to have to talk to the board of trustees as well as the board of directors. Mm-hmm. B, uh, the Japanese business people like to think things over yeah. and take a lot more time than you would normally think. Like, there should be a Nissan time is there not impulsive. No, yeah. Nissan is not impulsive no car at all. Is. Um, well, there there might be some that are, yeah. but those are Tesla. definitely not Asian car companies. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they got the approval right away, I'm like, no, no. He would get the approval at home, like, yeah. a couple weeks later. They could have just had, answering like, Answering the phone. Like, yeah, just a little time skip instead of, oh, he's in the, he's in the foyer now. Yeah. And someone catches up no just like have him go home and call him no yeah no 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 he didn't even like make it out later. of japan then they're just like the board has accepted your decision i'm like yeah. bullshit the board has accepted your decision he didn't make it out of the building yeah no that could have been like a really humanizing scene too of like he's worried about like how did it go yeah. and like you see him like He's waiting by the phone. Like, just a few sweating. shots of him, like, sitting around Tokyo being like, I'm in the coolest city in the world, but I'm yeah. too nervous but, about my meeting with. But they did that when he was looking for the chief engineers, though. Oh, true, yeah. that, that was their that. one yeah. stipulation, is he would have to find a chief engineer who would be willing to do it. Um, but and at, then he goes... But at the that. same point, yeah. they go, he go, you go see him, cross people off the list, and start calling them. But it would have been nice for him to almost have that scene, but I see why they didn't want to duplicate it, though. Mm-hmm. Because they would have yeah, much rather shown the great. tension for trying to find a chief engineer yeah, rather yeah, they than... Put, they didn't put much into Orlando Bloom's character as to how much work he had to do for this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... He went to a meeting, he called a bunch of people, he convinced some people, and then he just talked. Which, I... It, it, it kind of overshadows his part in that, in actually making this project happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, he kind of, we'll get to this later, but later he kind of becomes a sort of pseudo antagonist a little bit in the second act. Yeah. And then he kind of isn't. Uh, yeah, his his position in the movie was kind of weird. The real breakout star was the engineer guy. What Chief was engineer, yeah. David Arbor. That, is that his name? That's the yeah. actual actor. That's the actor. The sheriff from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he did fantastic for that, but uh, essentially he called the last one. What was the last? What was the engineer's name? <sighs> we just saw this fucking movie, and I wrote down no name I as never, usual. Never. Like Salter. Yeah, right. Salter, that was it. Grand. Yeah. Something. Yeah, something. the chief. Uh, chief engineer. Chief engineer. Salter, whatever his last yeah, name was. I always confuse that actor with um, the guy in The Shining. So I just. Oh, gotcha. Jack. Oh, Danny Arbor for Jack Nicholson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but he he was at this point, he's a kind of a washed up mechanic. Yeah. Because he quit being a racer because we find out later because he was in an accident. Yeah. He was a washed up mechanic for a spoiled brat racer. Yeah. Yeah, Nick the douche. Yeah. So he's the other sort of Nick rival. Nick the rich douche. Yeah. And one thing that I actually really did enjoy about this movie is it actually showed the classism. Yeah. There's that is involved with or racing. Yes. Which yeah. is actually something I wasn't expecting from this movie mm-hmm. is just to show how much classism is in a sport like this. Yeah. Like really, really heavy. Like yeah. it overshadows everything the classism Mm. yeah there's a really powerful scene later where they're walking by the rival guy getting a car and chief mechanic guy says to the our main character he's like he's not a better driver than you he's just got a bigger allowance and it's like that perfectly sums up the whole conflict. And oh, 100% handle it really for that. Well, there isn't really too much resolution to him besides to that, because we, we can talk about the real world context later that makes it a little more more challenging. But mm. um, yeah, the way it, it was handled was was quite well. Oh, yeah. And while we're talking about the rival character, <laughs> I had a I have a funny thing with him because he's played by the guy who plays Randall Thor in the Wheel of Time show. So I just can't not see him as like the dragon reborn. So every time he shows up, I'm just like, OK, Rand's going to destroy the world with his magic. <laughs> but no, he's just in a race car. Um, yeah, yeah, so Or- Orlando Bloom recruits David Arbor, mm-hmm. and of course, to show that David Arbor is washed up and old, they have him lying under a car 
with a Sony Walkman. The yeah. old classic yellow yeah. Sony Walkman. The anti-skip technology Sony skip. fucking Walkman playing Black Sabbath. Yeah. And I just, it's all like, oh, this movie is just going to beat us over with the head with these, he's old and washed up. <laughs> and guess what? The movie didn't. Yeah. No, it actually really didn't. No. It did a little bit, but not it, really. Well, no, it, it, it's, it, didn't, it wasn't the movie itself showing that he was washed up. Mm. It was all of the elite, rich mm. ricks. Like, but I expected the movie to just be all like, yeah, he's old, he's washed up, whatever. Look at him. Ah, he's passing his torch on to the next generation, which it was about. However, at the same time, it wasn't, no, he's old and washed up. No, he just likes Black Sabbath and he likes his old Walkman. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, also, I think the difference is he has like a very grounded uh, motivation, which yeah. is that, and he explains it later, he got in a crash, he lost his nerve, he got scared. No, yeah. he is so fucking human. Yeah, yeah exactly. he is. He 100% yeah. is. He's which not is, a stereotype. Which yeah. I would say he's absolutely fantastic. So what happened is eventually he's going to dinner with them and he's like, and the rich kid's like, yeah, I'm the best there is. He's <laughs> like, well, he's like, you have something to say? He's like, yeah, well, you could have taken that fourth corner a little tighter he's like fuck you you're not my what did he call him leader yeah you're not my team leader i don't have to listen yeah. to you and no, he's he... like you know what fuck this i'm out he said like yeah. if i want driving advice i'll ask my team leader not yeah. the engineer yeah and he's like oh, fuck it i'm tired of you guys yeah. calls orlando bloom he's like i'm in fuck it so i thought that scene was you really... son of a bitch i'm in yeah so i thought that scene was really funny because um in the classic like hero's journey yeah. one of the steps is first denying the call to adventure yeah. and then being re-motivated to be like okay actually i'm gonna go do this mm -hmm. and he's the one who gets that moment yeah. the main character yan doesn't get to do that really nope. he's he he never denies the call to adventure at all exactly but our mechanic guy is the one who actually gets <laughs> goes on kind of the traditional character arc mm -hmm. in this movie which i thought was really funny yeah and so Yan goes, he's having trouble with home because his brother's a a fantastic football player. And yes, I'm going to call it football like it probably is. Um, <laughs> they were British, so it's football. It's yeah. football. Um, oh, I didn't even put that together. I was imagining American football. No, what the fuck do you mean? He's playing football. Yeah, They're British. Yeah. Come on. Uh, his brother and his dad seems to want to go to all of his brother stuff and not his. Mm. Um, what I didn't think might be true is how long it took for him to say i'm in the qualifiers for this gran turismo race mm -hmm. that's one thing where i think he probably would have told his parents yeah he didn't actually mention that he was in the qualifiers to his yeah. parents well yeah. wasn't the it setup was... kind of weird where he didn't know he got into the qualifiers and then his friend calls him as like the computer that you were logged into says you got into the thing. And it's like, yeah, why are we doing this? Like convoluted. OK, OK. I do want to say, though, the gaming cafe that they show that his friend was at with the driving simulator, like mm -hmm. the actual sit down one. No gaming cafe is that fucking clean or pristine yeah or empty i will say that yeah, yeah it's not empty yeah and it is not that clean or pristine and you know what yes you might have those cars that are clean in a different room mm. but your general layout of the cafe is yeah. not that fucking clean. yeah like the like, fact that someone didn't just get in the racing pod right after him yeah. like a, a place that cool yeah would be busy as fuck all of the time yeah like they did have one shot of a land set up and it was just mm. a bunch of slots playing what i can only assume is dota or minecraft yeah, or yeah. something like that yeah like real dota but um this i was like okay this this net cafe is a set up horribly and b yeah. way too fucking clean you and i lived at switchbox when we were younger yeah. oh that place was a shithole that place i was, loved it but it was i loved so it gross. it was fantastic it was dingy yeah at fucking best did you ever go to switchbox no i did not oh but it was fucking just <laughs> dingy yeah and this one was in london yeah which is always crazy Gross. yeah and then yeah i i accidentally wrote over my uh my <laughs> notes here it was dark yeah we were in an actual movie theater this time yeah. to watch this movie so um well I, while you read your notes i, I overwrote over myself i'm gonna watch. go back to orlando bloom being steve jobs he gives a lovely speech for the second time about how people aren't yes. 
excited about driving anymore oh, yeah. and that people would rather trade in their cars for ubers and that made me think this is set in 2011 yeah. when did uber yeah become a there's, thing? there's a few anachronisms in this movie it was 2010 it was not that big at well it was talked about at the time but it wasn't really established yeah. at the time so i could see looking back at it that uh uber was only incepted in 2010 in san francisco yeah founded in march 2009 and it took yes. a few years for it to actually well especially because the, like europe was heavily against uber <laughs> i remember france and uber yeah. Yeah. good times good times there, yeah the the movie is only set in 2011 insofar as they just say it is yeah the beta everything was, else about the movie is just set in the 2020s like the beta launch was in may 2010 there you go yeah yeah and yeah i just also also that, yeah, I do marketing, to, yeah i do have to say that whole premise of his conflict is that no one wants to drive cars anymore <laughs> is yeah. the biggest non-issue I've ever heard. <laughs> the planet is dying. We need less cars. That's not a problem. I mean, I mean, it, it is for him as like a market car marketer. Yeah. But just the like automatic assumption that that's like a bad thing is just yeah. so funny to me. It's not a bad thing that less people are driving cars. It's a bad thing that less people are driving Nissans. Yeah, exactly. It's also just <laughs> wrong, I think. Like, I think more people drive cars now than ever, depending on the city you live in. Maybe not than ever, but... Yeah, that that whole premise I just thought was hilarious. Yeah, and silly. Well, it's also what I thought was kind of unnecessary in the movie is when uh, the night before they have that qualifier race, he then uh, goes with his dad, or he steals a car with his brother late at night. He meets the girl, yeah. but I'm like, okay, you have this qualifier to change your life. Yeah. Are you seriously going out to fucking party? But he just wants an excuse to drive his dad's car. Yeah. No, he wanted an excuse to see a girl. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, this qualifier could change your fucking yeah. life. So, I did actually kind of like that a bit, though, as it like it raised the stakes a lot. It did. Which, I, which it did kind of need. What I didn't like, though, was for him to run to the qualifier and he made it just seconds before yeah. his login. Oh, yeah. It literally showed like 14 14 seconds yeah. and he's getting off his bike not even in the door yet like 14 seconds is not as also he took off his shoes yeah why are you taking off your shoes and not just hopping in and driving so oh he can God, feel the so feedback silly. from the pedals yeah well i mean at the same point for oh, me i though, think it was because he didn't fit because there was that line later where he, where he uh, talked, used about being yeah. too tall yeah to fit in the but the it, it's still one of those facts of i'm like okay but yeah. i highly doubt that you were getting there last second i i think yeah. he would have been there a little soon at least get in the chair and then take your shoes off yeah. right and oh my god this first race that he goes through those cg are fucking amazing yeah. is that not just the video game or was that you mean where the car like pseudo forms oh, around him one. and yeah, it shows yeah. him? Hey, I love that. that part oh, though, when yeah. every time they show the it's car breaking apart from around him and then reforming, I'm like, oh, that is gorgeous, <laughs> and that is what will make me want to actually do shit with cars now. Yeah, it <laughs> but is what I meant a beautiful is, um, movie at times like that. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. That was absolutely one of the fantastic things. So, anyways, he wins the qualifier, goes there. The one thing I didn't quite like is how many they didn't really show the contestants because Ben, you were saying they had ninety thousand, like mm -hmm. they had able to qualify. Yeah, they had a lot of people who were able to qualify yeah and I they whittled it down to like 15 to yeah. get into gt academy yeah which was a real thing i yeah. cannot state more <laughs> yep. and gt academy whittled it down to three people for their final test in gt academy yeah one thing i did really appreciate was uh the speech from uh chief engineer when he's saying look i am not here to be your friend mm -hmm. these things go so fast you're feeling more g-force than an astronaut and if you fuck up you're gonna die and other people might die as well which i think was one of the best grounding realisms for mm -hmm. these contestants is like no you are driving 
uh, pretty much giant machines that are going literally 250k yeah. around a fucking racetrack on, on average. On average, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was one thing that was it was a nice reminder of. By the way, you fuck up, you could die. I think what I really liked about this movie on that note is that, like, it takes racing super seriously, which Mm -hmm. a movie like this needs to do. Like, there's kind of a point in this movie where I stopped watching it as, like, a video game movie, and I started watching it as, like, a sports movie. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really started to get into it. Yeah. And then we slowly got, saw the contestants get eliminated. Um, he was about to be eliminated, and he said, no, the brakes were glazed. But Which I, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I assume it means, like, they're oiled or something. Or, yeah, like, if they... you want less responsive brakes, you can, like, tweak your brakes so they're a little less sensitive. Uh, occurs when the brakes are pushed beyond the temperature's limits of the friction material. Oh, so, the... oh, so he did fuck up then. <laughs> <laughs> when the brakes are pushed beyond the temperature limits, uh, riding or dragging the brake or repeated hard rapid braking from speed can overheat and cause it glazing. So it's literally when your However, brakes melt. Yeah. But the <laughs> biggest thing, though, oh, is that um, for that car, if they didn't change the brakes mm. in between somebody else using it... yeah. Okay. Then it would have caused those brakes to be glazed. Especially on like a trainer car. Yes. Like you'd, you'd kind of just expect that would happen on a trainer car after like a little while, right? Yes, but if they didn't actually properly mm. look into it um, in between races, because they were just supposed to be training, then absolutely it might be able to happen. How did he know? Well, apparently Gran Turismo, the fucking race simulator with that <laughs> feedback, yeah. is fantastic. Apparently. Well, he did customize his cars and the different parts of it and Mm -hmm. Gran Turismo going back to the game they put a lot of detail into it and oh my god that game is so boring yeah that's kind of what I assumed he meant like that was an option you could put on your brakes that's kind of what I assumed it was Mm -hmm. and that's why you knew because he he had done his car with glazed brakes versus without so I don't know we have to see if Gran Turismo actually has brake glazing in it like back in Gran Turismo 2 for the endurance races which Mm -hmm. was the only part of the game that I remember having this like you had different parts of your car slowly go from green to red as they started to wear out and then you'd go for a pit stop to right change out whatever was one of my things though is i would have liked a timeline for this movie yeah to see how long they spent in the academy how many races he got within certain points yeah there's a lot when did he get that because i didn't know if this was taking four years or one year Mm. or anything like that well, because the Academy would have at least been, like... Three to six months, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, at least. And then and then the next chunk of the movie is, like, him trying to get his license, which he does, like, a few circuits. And that was, like, a whole season of racing. Yeah. Which is, I don't... That's quite a while. Yeah, he had, what, six races? Yeah. Before the, the crash? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it about six before the no, crash? No, he, he got the license. Yeah, he did, but then the crash happened immediately he, after. Oh, okay, did it? Yeah. Um. So essentially, he gets in there, and he's warned, um, because of the brakes glazing and him winning, uh, they had an argument between hmm. Orlando Bloom. Yeah. This is still in... Staler, this academy. is after the race in the Academy. He says... Um, he says he won. He's like, yeah, but it was a couple thousandths of a second. And, and the other guy, he talks much better to camera. Yeah. yeah. But at the same point, it's like, but what do you want? Do you want somebody who talks better to the camera or somebody who can win? Yeah. Which really goes into the characters because the marketing guy wants the person who's good at talking. Yeah, this is yeah. what I was Whereas mentioning earlier. The coach wants somebody who can drive better. Yeah, yeah, this is the point where he kind of becomes like the antagonist from Jan's perspective almost, where right. he's like, no, I don't want the... I don't want the kid who can't talk to a camera. I want the the guy who like looks nice and talks nice and yeah. maybe loses by a millionth of a second. But yeah, but at the same point, the chief engineer is like, no, I want a driver yeah. who actually you want someone who wins. Knows well, no, yeah. it's not only win though, but the fact he knew that the brakes were glazed at that yeah. time. Um, he's like, okay, you actually there's something here because if a driver well if a driver can't feel what's going on with their car Mm. you don't want them on the track because that was the whole conflict of like 
oh, you're not racing real cars, so you don't know what it feels like. Yeah. And that that moment is actually really indicative of how, mm-hmm. like, no, he does actually learn what the cars feel like, and he does develop those instincts yeah. that he would if he had been a rich boy. If you provide, real car. like, some of those rigs that they have now for those driving simulators oh, are absolutely insane. With all of the haptic feedback that mm-hmm. it can provide you on the pedals and let alone for the steering wheel. Yeah. So it's actually it actually makes sense when they're like... Oh no! This is actually a thing that you can feel with your car. Um, so that's that's kind of where their conflict is. And he's like, "All right, fuck it. We're gonna go with Jan then." <laughs> Doesn't talk the best on camera, but Jan. His name is Jan. Jan. <laughs> Jan. Yeah. Um, you mean but Dan? <laughs> he did Dan. And then we see. Uh, is of six races as he tries to qualify for his racing license. Well, the first one was um, he was doing fine. Mm. He might have qualified, and then he got hit in the rear by Kappa. Which... By rival brand boy. Yeah, but my thing is, I want to actually wheel a time that. racer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, the first race they show in. Well, quote almost its entirety. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They show the important parts, Cole's notes, stuff like that. Yeah. And the rest of the races, well, the next four races or whatever, they're montages showing him just getting better, getting better, wiping out, getting much yeah. better. And then the last race, they go back to the Cole's notes in its entirety for the race. Yeah. And see... This movie is also very long. It's got like five acts. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. It's yeah. great. It was getting to the point where I was like, is the movie going to end soon? But there's like other races he still has to do. I want to see him do the, um, the Le Mans track and stuff like that. Yeah, so what it says is usually in Formula Racing is that if you cause an accident, you will be investigated and a penalty yeah. will happen. This was not Formula Racing at this point mm, in his true. career. That's it did also true. kind of depict that because like they got investigated right. and stuff. And... and well, no, that's the second one. I'm talking yeah. about like when the guy in the Lamborghini oh when he directly yeah, hit yeah. him in the rear yeah, and caused an accident. Is there would be an investigation upon that? Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, is that legal? Like, is that something? They well, do? that's one of the biggest things mm. is that they have cameras everywhere to prevent yeah. that. And if you are being responsible for a crash, you will incur a heavy penalty. Yeah, but to him, that's just a ticket. So fuck right. That just further serves the theme. <laughs> that just is what kind of pisses me off. Is that it's like, oh no, I can just do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One thing is during the race where they're like, cars explode all the time. Yeah, I'm like, holy so fucking shit. Oh, I love that quote. Yeah, don't worry about it. That car just exploded. Meanwhile, it's smoking and gently pulling over to the yeah. side of the road. And this is his first real race, too. So, beside, out of the academy. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, holy shit, that's that. Um... Are you also reading, Ben? Oh, a little bit, but uh, yeah, last race, he's in Dubai, yeah. and yeah, he uh, he races, he races hard, and he believes in himself, and he commits, and he gets fourth place, which is just enough for him to get his uh, racing license. Yeah, the racing license. So that. Nissan will give him an official sponsor. Yeah. Um, and Mike, I want to say Kenny G is the way to go before oh, all the music. So funny, which I thought was fantastic. He loves Enya. That's so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just the whole. And my biggest thing though is if he had him on purpose, isn't that like a dick move? Yeah. Well, that's why he's the rival. Wouldn't you be actually DQ'd for that? Yeah. Like if you are so purposely rich. hitting somebody in the back. Oh yeah. Yeah, they definitely there's a difference between that's why they say if you're too close to somebody, don't just cut them off like that, mm, especially in yeah. racing like that. But at the same point, it's like if you are found that it's a negligible accident, that that's one thing. But the fact you nailed him on purpose yeah, in the back. It was very obvious. I do remember Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby getting a fine for doing that. And that's yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's just it. And then uh, old guys don't use gamer language like that. Oh, uh, that was... I have lots of quotes. <laughs> 
that are going to come at the end. Save, save those. So while we're on the races, actually, I do want to say the um the directing and like the cinematography of the races, yeah, is really effective. Yeah, like I was expecting like typical like Fast and Furious style nope. like chase scene cinematography type stuff. It wasn't that at all. It did a lot like tons of like crazy panning shots and it was really disorienting, but like in a way that but it was it that, really evoked what, what racing would feel like. What I really liked as well is not only did it invoke that, but when you could see the track layout, mm-hmm, it actually yeah. made sense more yeah. on how they're coming up and how they're turning. I also really I, liked the narrative device of like you they pull out and show the track and then they pause for a second and it's like, here's the positions that the Gan is in. Yeah. And then 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 they do it again. He's in fifth and then he's in fourth. Yeah. That was really fun. I really like that. Yeah, like it would cut to a different part of the race, like Cole's notes of the race, because mm. these things are freaking long. Yeah. yeah. And it would just be all like Cole's notes. Yan's moving up. Yan's moving up. No. Yan's taking a pit stop. No. Drops back down. Yan's moving up. But it was nice to have those quick notes to see where mm-hmm. everybody's position was. Yeah, it kept you in the movie. It's and all it, like, it, oh my god, edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> it also allows like us non-racing fans to keep up and yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, I really liked how in the first one they really showed the track. I would have liked that a little bit more. Yeah. Where they could show the full layout of the track. Some so of those tracks are huge, though. You can't really... I know. But yeah, well, I know even, even just the graphic that they yeah. used for the track. Oh, like yeah. Even seeing that in the beginning. Because the games do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, that they also does. did that on the screen, though, at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first race that Yan was in. Yeah, you're right. And so I would have liked to see that a little bit more, just so we could have gotten a better layout of the track. Um... Minor gripe. Mm. Well, I'll get to this later for the 24-hour race, but I'm putting that minor gripe into the 24-hour race. Yeah. Anyways, he gets his license. He moves on to become a fully-fledged driver of not formula cars but he's in the nissan team yeah that means yep and his first real race is in germany at a track i don't remember Mm. and this was the crash that you all remember from 2012 yeah where you just see a car's nose rise up as it's coming over a hill and just go through a fence. Yeah. And kill the spectator. This was that guy. This was that crash. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is that it was more or less considered a freak accident because the wind just picked up the car perfectly, going a little bit too fast over the hill, and it just fucking flew up. Yeah. The movie did a really good job of like setting that up too with the with the mechanic guy like looking at the weather. Yeah. And, and you stuff see like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was something that nobody even thought of though oh, for that crash. You know what's funny? There's actually a little bit of foreshadowing right at the beginning of the movie mm. for that, where he's customizing his car, yeah. and he he's like, "Oh, I'm just changing one thing. There's not enough downdraft on my car." Oh right, when he's yeah. looking at the spoiler, yeah. uh, he's like, "Oh no, that, that won't matter." That was foreshadowing for the crash that happened. Which, yeah, which I think was, was nice and movie, subtle, yeah. but it it was something that. Yeah. Pretty much nobody considered, unfortunately, mm. during that race. And it was it was considered a freak accident. Yeah. For that to hit that way. And it was like all of the all of the stars aligned, unfortunately, yeah. to cause that crash. Um, but then we did it was we did struggle with that crash afterwards. Yeah. And you were saying that the actual driver um, the real Jan, mm-hmm. who actually wanted to keep that in because yeah. he was a producer for the movie. And he yeah, did all he... the stunts, including that stunt. <laughs> I believe it was that he thought it would be disingenuous yeah. to not include that in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Which makes sense, though, because it was like a defining moment of yeah. um, what do you do from here? Do you carry on? Yeah. Or do you give up and walk yeah. away it's how you respond to it that defines you not the accident. and yeah it also led back into the classism mm-hmm. that defines this movie like after that crash the classism just becomes so much more divided yeah because they were actually wanting to uh ban any simulated 
drivers, essentially yeah. him, from ever racing again. While he was cleared by the racing board, um, personally, a couple of the teams were saying we never want him on the track again. Mm. Yep. And Nissan threatened to drop the sponsor. Yeah. Real stakes. That is the other thing this movie does really well. It portrays the stakes and raises them at like the appropriate moments mm-hmm. really well. And it's also, it keeps the stakes realistic, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Is the after this are, crash, yeah. you're not being sponsored. Yeah. People are trying to kick you out. People think that simulated racers yeah. should not be here more than they did before. Um, one thing is, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more repercussions on the Kappa team. Uh, they're the ones in the gold Lamborghini. Yeah. Because he did cause a crash by hitting a corner too oh, yeah. quickly. And I would have liked to see some more repercussions from that for him. He got a fine. Yeah. I mean, in real life, he probably got a fine. Yeah. And yeah. that is going back to the classism. He can do this because he has the money to do this yeah yeah slap on the wrist yeah pretty much yeah but but to be fair yeah we don't really see that enough in the movie yeah it would have been nice even to just have like a little quick thing of like yeah and then show his phone like him paying a fine or some shit another thing is he he eventually gets the girl audrey is her name and it's it's more or less of, I would have liked the timeline especially, because he was kind of stalking her Instagram. We he see that a couple of times, and I was like, okay, has this been like half a year? Is this yeah. a year? I'm like, how the fuck is she still into him? Yeah. And how it's been like single? three yeah. years or something like that, but in actuality, it was like six months. I'm like, okay, that makes a little more sense then. Uh, but they had a hell of a date in Tokyo, mm-hmm. which would have been a thing. And then... Um, that's that's one thing I wanted to bring up because I was like, the timeline would have been nice to know he hasn't just been stalking her for like a year <laughs> in the GT Academy. I felt like they could have, like the movie, like I said, the movie is it, it does go a bit long, mm. and I feel like that's a subplot they could have just left out, and it would have been the same movie. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of superfluous, went nowhere, and I mean. It, it well, was there. Yeah, That's all like, it was. It's like, Gamer's cool, to get his girl. you got a girl. But yeah. if he, if they just established that, like, even as a before thing, and mm. they just kind of became a thing, it, it was kind of, like you said, superfluous uh, yeah. Yeah. for that. It wasn't quite necessary for that. So then they go into, what's the big one called? Le Manque? Le Manque. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. It's in um, France. I actually didn't know that this race existed, and yeah, I kind of race. want to go see it now. That's crazy, yeah. Le Mans, the 24-hour race. Yeah. All right, this is where Ben says it. The 24-hour race that the real Jan did was in Dubai. He did not get his license in Dubai. Oh, really? His first race that he did after that was the 24-hour race in Dubai, which he got fourth place in. Ah, so they changed things around for dramatic effect, which I can appreciate. But the 24 hour race was Dubai and not Le Mans. So that's the one he got his license in. No, 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 he got his license before that one. He got signed in the first race that he went in. He got fourth place in a 24 hour. Oh, okay. He got, well, when was the one where he got on the podium then? I don't know. It <laughs> might have still been at Lamar. It just might not have been a 24-hour one, maybe. Mm, let's look it up. Anyways, Lamont, 24-hour race. They bring back a couple of the uh, sim race, or the people who were in GT Academy. Because they've been him. racing in the lower circuits this whole time, apparently. Yeah, and they're all like, yeah, they're actually good racers, and this will be great for publicity, says Orlando Bloom. Because that's all he cares about. David Arbor's all like, they can actually race, and I approve of this. Nope. And he, he did do 24 Hours of Le Mans. Oh, he did? He yeah. did, yeah. No, he, it he wasn't his first 24-hour movie. But it wasn't his first one. He was rewarded with a drive for Nissan at the Dubai 24-hour race. Okay. Yeah, so the Dubai... Um, was his first 24, um, but he did finish third in Le Mans. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so they, they, they quickened up the Dubai race a bit. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> that's not too bad. They quickened up the Dubai race by like 22 hours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, the Le Mans race. And... Great set piece for like the climax of the movie though. Yeah. And... 
for the climax, the set piece, yeah. like it knows how to hit all the right beats. Yeah, it's it calm when it needs to be calm. Yeah. It's tense when it needs to be tense. Yeah. And and they go fast. Immediately out of the gate, like there are several wrecks, including yeah. one of his pseudo rivals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The German team got knocked out almost immediately. Due to that red Lamborghini, or the red, yeah. was a Corvette? Uh, red was Italian, so I'm going to assume Ferrari. Ferrari, maybe? The red Ferrari, or whichever car it was. Yeah. I don't know enough. Uh, it like, almost caused a wreck before, That's and then it caused a wreck in this yeah. one with the German team. And then he starts to flashback to his crash. Yeah, which would happen, yeah. though, because oh, he hasn't dealt with a PTSD yeah. properly. Yeah. Big and so he started to drop, and then uh, he started playing um, Kenny G. Kenny, Kenny G, G over the radio. He's like, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, hey, I got you to talk to me. Good. Now put your anger into this fucking shit and let's go. <laughs> fucking drive! Yeah, pretty much. You know how Gohan needs to dodge? Well, fucking <laughs> drive! Except he actually did it in this. He did, yes. But seeing that 24-hour race was kind of crazy. Yeah. And I would love to be a spectator at one of those events sometime. It was... Like, it was enthralling for something that should be boring. Yeah. Mm. But it was the fact of the fact... They still showed them, like, even taking their coffee breaks and showed the drivers yeah. taking over the positions for that. Yeah. And how much even the fatigue, because of the last... The second last guy, they had to pull him out yeah. early. Um, too tired. I, I like he was they, too tired. He was cramping up. He was, yeah. Oh, they he was even, cramping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. That makes sense. I did like they that also showed the fatigue and like the pit crew too. Oh, yeah. Like at the beginning, they're all like raring to go in their shop. And then later down during the race, there's like a panning shot where it shows them all just like lounged out in the back in lawn chairs of the pit, just like yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Like a lot of little details like that, they really nail and it really evokes like a lot of the feelings that they should and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So any other thoughts, Ben, before we get to your quotes? <laughs> this is a great movie. Yeah. Go watch it. I don't care if you like racing movies. I don't like racing movies. I don't but either. this is a great movie. This yeah. actually was. You Kyle, what are your thoughts, even though you've yeah. never <laughs> I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. And you know what? It's every time I saw the trailer, it, you just brushed it off like it was a joke. Yeah. Or it was like, oh, it's a Gran Turismo movie. But yeah. actually seeing the movie, you're like Dumb Gamer. No, this was actually a decent movie. Yeah. Yeah, I expected this to be like Battleship. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a great comparison, actually. Oh, it's no, it's, it's actually a solid fucking movie all yeah. the way throughout. Um, ben, your quotes? <clears throat> Jan, when asked why he wants to be a professional driver while practicing talking to the media, quote, I like cars. When I was a kid, didn't he say? I like, yep. I know he I said, like cars. I like cars. <laughs> I like I cars. I was a kid. That was a yeah. he's no. He said at first. He said I like cars. I've liked them since I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, okay. as somebody with no media training, that is probably fucking accurate, yeah. and we could probably find that interview where he said that. <laughs> I missed the last half of it just because I was laughing so hard. I know. Uh, the rival car driver from Wheel of Time <laughs> when he first gets passed by the scrub gamer car. <clears throat> I'm a nerf you gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> I didn't know I heard that one. And I looked at Ben, I was like, bullshit, he said that. Um, the pit crew boss yeah. at two points yeah. during Jan's first race. <clears throat> first of all, much easier with a joystick. Ha 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 ha. Boom. I, I feel like that would have been like legitimately said, though. Yeah. For the pit crew boss, that one's believable, because joystick, yeah. And at the end of the race, I didn't think you'd finish. Ha 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 ha. Noob. Yeah, <laughs> right? I was like, oh my fucking god. I'm and like... This, I... The guy who plays this pit crew character... Is his actual real world pit crew lead <laughs> yeah. guy? And That's great. And finally, Orlando Bloom when they find out they get they're getting into Le Mans for the twenty four hour race. Quote: We in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Broken pretty much. Leg. That's about all that the fucking said right there. Broken like Legolas. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Any other notes, guys? Like, it was a great movie. Huh. It hinted at stuff back in Jan's life. Like, he did go to university to become a Formula One engineer, huh. but he dropped out because there was too much math. That was just a passing comment. The family stuff, it felt believable. Yeah. The soundtrack, Kenny G, Enya, the Pixies, <laughs> Black Sabbath, yep. all yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And he was this movie was definitely, definitely sponsored by Puma, because that's all that Jan wore. There's a few of them. Alright, this this episode or this movie was sponsored <laughs> by PlayStation, yeah. Puma, Carhartt, for whatever reason. Nissan. That was on, there's Nissan. Nissan. Big long uh what else are we missing? There's a few. There was a lot. UPS. UPS. Except yeah. the rival car had UPS, so maybe it was a FedEx sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there were so many sponsors in that movie. Yeah. I'm like, but, ah, I mean, it's racist. This is yeah, how it happened. I know. They, uh, oh, I guarantee there was a moment where one of the producers was like, we have the biggest excuse to get some sponsors for yeah. this movie, which you can't normally 100 do. 100% fucking percent for that. There was someone like salivating about that money yeah. at some point. So apparently there's been... Any other notes? No? There's been seven Gran Turismo games. Ben, what do you rate it out of seven? Weren't there only six Gran Turismo games? Apparently they have there Gran was probably Turismo a seven. Oh, there's Gran seven. Turismo 7? I give it a Gran Turismo 8 out of seven. Watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, see? There's seven right there. Oh. Oh, yeah. I still give it an eight. Watch this movie. Yeah? All right. There you go. Uh, Kyle, what do you rate it? Um, I get... As a video game movie... I give it, like, two horsepowers. <laughs> As a sports movie, I give this or I give this movie the power of two horses, but they're best friends. And <laughs> as we all know, horses can pull more weight when they're best friends, so they're more powerful. I... I... <laughs> Checks out. Best friend horsepower. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, if you have two horses that are best friends pulling together, that's two horsepower. <laughs> no, that's two, two best, best friend horsepower. Jesus. Uh, I rate it six out of seven. Shitty video game movie, fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah a fantastic movie. Well, it, it was, I wouldn't even say it's a video game movie. Really. It's, yeah, it really it's inspired it, by a true story based yeah. off of like a video game yeah, story. It's more so, like a bio, based off a, a guy who it's won a, a video game tournament. Yeah, yeah, it's no. a biopic like marketed as a video game movie, which is very silly. Why are we even doing this? <laughs> doing this? Yeah. This isn't a video. This does not belong on adaptation. We have to start a new podcast. Fuck that. We said we we're going to get into weird things later. Yeah. We're going to watch the Donkey Kong TV show for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, anything Spoilers. goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for this episode. Uh, I'm Tristan. I'm Kyle. And remember... Even if you were a lowly video gamer, dreaming of being a Formula 3 racer later in life, nothing is impossible. Improbable, maybe. But I'm Ben. Gonna beat you with a mic one day. All right, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>